worship God this morning I said somebody just worship God just give God our best praise this morning he deserves our worship this morning it doesn't matter what you're going through this morning trust me I'm not in the best of health this morning I'm not feeling myself this afternoon but I gotta worship God because he deserves our worship this morning it is not our feel this morning in my life but it's about God the word of God says that once there is life there is hope come on look at the person next to you in front of you behind you if somebody there above you just said there is life this morning said so, so there is life neighbor hallelujah there is life there is life this morning and so before I begin to speak to you, I want to tell every living creature in this room that there is life. Come on, somebody touch your mind and say there is life. I'm not dead. COVID didn't get me. And come on, you're going to say this part. Say COVID will not get me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah this morning. God is good. No matter what we think. 
no matter what the circumstances is this morning or this afternoon rather God is good and he is worthy to be praised thank you worship team musicians just stay with me hallelujah hallelujah let's get into it hallelujah this morning I want you to turn with me with your Bibles to Romans 12 hallelujah God is good this morning God is good this morning he is good he is good the word of God said that his mercies are new every morning and I know it's afternoon but I want to speak it because I never get to speak it this morning I want to tell you that his mercies is new every single morning great is his faithfulness hallelujah hallelujah Romans 12 reading from verse 1 hallelujah and it reads I beseech you therefore brothers by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice only acceptable to God which is your reasonable service somebody's a reasonable service verse 2 says and be not conformed to this world but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind somebody touch your mind again for me that you may don't move it that you may prove what what that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God it says for I say through the grace given to me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly somebody says soberly come on say it again says soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith we're gonna stop there but I want to focus a little on that this afternoon as I know the time has well been well spent but what I'm about to say to you God has been speaking to me about it I never know how to put it into a message format but I am here standing by the grace of God hallelujah this morning I want to focus on the topic having a renewed mind and the subtopic I want to speak on is a Christ like mind Christ like mind somebody say I want to have a Christ like mind yeah man that's a mind to have everybody if you're not if you, if you don't know, that is a mind to have in this time, in this season, no other mind. You know, during my studies, I came across a very mind-baffling quote. And it says, God is always in control, but God doesn't always take control. Hallelujah. God is always in control. But God doesn't always take control. No, no, this stuck with me and it had me just searching the scriptures. I tell you, man, I, I hope. You see, I listen to me yourself and check up with this man, you know. Yeah, man, I dip on it from morning, I tell you. My wife don't even know when I come out of the bed. I sneak out, not tell her. You know, so I was on it this morning, I tell you. Um, but throughout the week, I've been just searching the scriptures God is always in control but God doesn't always take control and it's stuck with me and if I may explain that at times we find ourselves in situations or just doing things without thoughts you know why do I consume some of the questions that we ask ourselves why do I consume so much food why do I eat to the point of obesity why do I keep listening to gossip or news? You know, why are my Facebook times, my Twitter times, young people, my Instagram times, young people, times spent with those things are so much? Why God not control it? 
You know, why I'm just alone if he eats so much and just spend so much time on Twitter? Why doesn't he control my time spent reading the word of God? His word. Times of prayer and fasting. And so it stuck with me. And it come to me that God will control. He won't control any of that. He will not control that. God is in control. But I found out that God is not a remote control. And by that I mean at times we do things and we do it to, to the point where it's so exhausting. And even when we're praying, we say we ask God and whatever and all of these things. And we are saying, oh, we not stop. Oh, we just constantly just go back into the same mess. And every time we're learning a mess, that is when we call on God. Every time we're in situations that, you know, we have, we have seen the stop signs, the stop signs, the ambers. We have seen it all. And every time we constantly go back in it. But when we're deep in it, we constantly go back to God and say, God, why you never stop me? Why you never stop me, Lord? If me didn't know. God is always in control, but God doesn't always take control. He's not a remote control. Something that you pick up when you need and put down if the need does not arise. Yes, he's the sovereign God. The, the, the all-wise God. The book of John says, he's a word which became flesh dwell among us so that his spirit could live within us the book of proverbs says many are the plans in the minds of men but it is the purpose of the lord that will stand and so we can plan all we want it's the purpose of god still stands and so why god doesn't stop us because we have to learn at times and so, yes, you will put up the amber sign and you will put up stop signs and sometimes we'll break through it. And we continue. Hallelujah. You are responsible. You are accountable. You are praiseworthy. You are blameworthy. Faultworthy of your own actions. God's sovereignty will not diminish human accountability you are accountable for your actions look on somebody and say you are accountable for your actions hallelujah hallelujah and so this morning I want us to focus on having a renewed mind just touch your mind again and say or touch your heart whenever I say mind just touch here or you can touch your heart and just say, I want a renewed mind. Not a mind of this world. Come on, repeat it. Not a mind of this world. Not a mind of my own flesh or my own thoughts. But a mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Paul in the book of Romans 12 addresses the Gentiles and Jews. And verse 2 specifically says, it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. A very famous author, Dave Linegar, famous author said that the mind is very powerful. It is a very powerful tool that can either work for you or against you. Every single thing that we are and hope to be, it, 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 it is persuaded. It comes to our minds first. Your minds are so crucial. I don't know if persons know it. Your minds are portals. Hallelujah, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Solomon in Proverbs 23 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. No, I know that implied to being to being sit down or having meal with someone. That is that is what the the, 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 
verse came off but it is what it says oh you think that is who you are oh you think that is who you are it is it is also clear that the art and the mind both work hand in hand Hebrews 8 verse 10 it says this is a covenant I will establish with the people of Israel after that time declares the Lord I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts I will be their God and they will be my people I will be their God and they will be my people the mind is the center of our thinking. Come to realize that it drives our decision making. It drives our process for good and for evil. Many of you know that your mind on a daily basis, it is a constant battlefield in your mind. Good and evil. Processing, as my brother said. Processing good and evil. If our minds is focused on honorable things, sinful thoughts and sinful actions will be kept out. If the mind is focused on deceptions and deceit and lying, then good thoughts are automatically ignored. I'm not talking as someone that hasn't been there and hasn't haven't gone there times it is not even a tricky thing I think tricky is such a light word the mind is such a powerful tool and so we have to constantly keep our minds everything about our minds our hearts so steadfast upon the word of God a policy with me that I often tell my wife you know that I have to protect myself from myself and by that I mean you never know at times what somebody you a person might not know what you're going through or whom offended you or whatever but some of the times persons come and they will so 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 things or you will hear things and all your mind needs to hear is just that one negative say about that person that you might have offended or offended you for it to tr be triggered for you to fall into that deceit of um, of um, forgiveness that's all the mind needs. And so there's a policy with me. Wherever I go, you know, the bad talk and the talking people and all of those stuff, I leave it. The so, 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 so. You have to protect yourself from yourself. You have to protect your mind from the lies of the enemy. The Bible says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. What does the, 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 the enemy attacks? He attacks the mind. so yes the mind is a portal having a renewed mind I therefore urge you brothers and sisters in the view of God's mercy to offer your body as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your true and proper worship the book of Corinthians reminds us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit this is where God dwells if his dwelling place is corrupt, then it is impossible for him to dwell. So in order for God to dwell in the temple, we need to take on the mind of Christ. Or do we have a renewed mind in Christ? I want to go through this simple. The first thing in having a renewed mind of Christ as I said, the 
on a daily basis, on a minutely basis, on an hourly basis, there is a constant battlefield going on in your mind. Thoughts of good and thoughts of evil. Thoughts of wrong and thoughts of right. And so the first thing, you have to guard and direct your mind. Somebody said, guard and direct my mind, God. So the mind is a place of your intellect. It's a place of your reasonability and intention. Your all behavior starts in the mind. In the mind, that is where young people, depression starts. In the mind, that is where the thoughts of suicide come. In, this, in the mind, that is where the thought of offense come. The thought of insanity, anxiety. I'm hearing young, young persons saying that they feel hopeless. Young persons. Thoughts of loss, thoughts of murder. These are all spirits. Evil spirits, these are all lies, deceits of the enemy. It starts in the mind, people of God. It starts in the mind. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Is good and pleasing and perfect will. Hallelujah, mighty God. Somebody say, have your way, God. Somebody say, have your way, mighty God. Somebody say, take complete control of my mind, Lord. N not 50%, not 99.9%, .9 but 100%, God. For with you, I am running on a system Lord the next thing that we want to do in having a renewed mind is to begin to feed your mind with truth somebody said truth it's not a job it's not it's, it's not enough to just expel or to kick out negative thoughts or deceptive thinking. If this was the case, we would find ourselves fighting the same battle over and over every single day. I'm pretty sure no one in here wants to be fighting this battle every day. You want to have a mind that is so wrapped up and tangled up and tied up in Jesus that as a thought just, hmm, you get it out same time. It's not just enough just to expel negative thoughts or deceptive thinking. To truly walk in freedom and think as Christ does, we need to feed our mind with truth. Many of us live the lie. Many of us call ourselves Christians and we live a lie. And we come to church and we go wherever and we're people of God and we pretend and we pretend you don't know that you're feeding yourself with lies, with deception I know of persons that live such a lie that they are they are just the lie that every single thing comes out of their mouth it's just lies and they lie without even having the knowledge of them lying because they wake up and they feed themselves constantly on a day-to-day -day basis with lies living the lie so to be to, to be freed you have to think of what what's what's the truth it is the word of god that i speak of the book of Ephesians 6, it says, Stand firm then with the belt 
of truth. Stand firm with the belt of truth. Buckle around your waist. In Hebrews it says the word of God is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hallelujah, mighty God. What is this truth that I speak of? It is the word of God. Being constant meditation of the word of God day and night. The Bible tells us that the word of God, it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. The word of God, it is sharp, it is quick. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, it is the word of God that will kick him out. Truth. Somebody said truth. Hallelujah, mighty God. I'm going to have to cut some. But it says keep your mind focused on God. As we mentioned before, God is always in control. But he doesn't always take control. Our mind is always always in a battle with good and evil. So even when I know God's love for us, even when I know how God loves me, I still need to action my thoughts. Because we live in a physical world. If then you have been raised with Christ, Seek the things above where Christ is. It says, set your mind on the things above and not on earthly things. Some of us live in this world so much that every single being of our lives, this world accounts for it. We need to fix our mind on the things above as the word of God declares. It says, finally, brothers, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, says the Lord. I want to tell somebody this morning that your mind is a very powerful tool. Everything that you are now, there was a level of negotiation, there was a level of battle. Every good thing that you are, there was a battle in your mind. Every single aspirations every single good thing that you have ventured off there was a battle between good and evil first and from this day on every single thing that you hope to be every single thing that you want to require there is going to be a battle so what am i saying i'm saying to fix your mind upon christ it is easy to walk the, the, the walk sometimes. It is easy to tell lies. It is easy to just say some things. It is easy to act as we do at times. But our minds are not set on God. Our minds are set on the things below, upon earthly things. When your mind is fixed upon God, you begin to hear God more and more. The more and more you saw the word of God and you bask in his presence, the more and more his voice will become clearer and clearer unto you. Having a renewed mind, having the mind of Christ, having the mind of Christ. And so think on these things. The book of Philippians 4, it tells us. Next thing is spending time with God. Becoming more like God. Studies show that oftentimes we are much alike to those we spend a great deal 
of time with. Example, your friends and your spouse. Married couples can attest to these things. More and more I find myself being a macho type to my wife. More and more I will say things that she would say, some little comments. Looking in the mirror, some of the times I see her in me. Spending time with things, studies shows that you become it more and more. And so, yes, if you spend time with the things of this world, you will adapt its nature. You will adapt the mind of this world. Automatically adapting the mind of this world, you are putting the mind of Christ aside or at the back fence. And as I say, to act as a remote control when we need him. Spending time with God, you will become more like God. Spending time in his word, you will get to know him more. Hallelujah, Jesus. I believe spending time with God is much more effective. And so you might ask the question, oh, through prayer, worship, and meditating upon the word of God. The book of John 15, it says, yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain or abide in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Somebody say much fruit. Do you want to produce much fruit this morning? Do you want to produce some godly fruits this morning? For apart from me, you can do nothing. In fact, you are nothing. Spend time in the presence of God, people of God. Spend time in his presence. Spend time in his word. Get to know God. Hang out, young people. Hang out with God. Just as you want to hang out with your friends. Hang out with God. In your secret times. In your alone times. Hang out with God. Chat with him. Laugh with him. It says one of the key is prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is a language unto God. It is you, man, communicating with your father. Hallelujah, Jesus. So that he calls us sons and, and daughters. We are friends. And we're not talking about Melinki or Mapari are those in my circle. May I talk about the friend not only indeed, but a friend that is closer than a brother. A friend that was not there just when trouble showed up, but was there before the inception of trouble. Hallelujah. Who am I speaking to this morning? Who am I speaking to this morning that is looking on worldly things? That is looking on what they have, the physical stuff that they have. That is looking at their, 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 their fame now. That is looking on what they have in this life now. Who am I speaking to? You have nothing. Unless you have a friend like Christ. You have nothing unless you have a friend like Christ. A friend like my friend. Somebody touch or look on the neighbor. Don't touch anybody. Just look on the neighbor beside you and say, don't you want to have a friend like my friend? My friend, his name is King Jesus. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Come on, tell them. He is the cre creator. He is the God of all things. My daddy can give me this. My daddy can give me that. What can your daddy give you this morning? Hallelujah. 
hallelujah this morning. Hallelujah. Do you need a friend this morning? Do you need Jesus this morning? Come on somebody, do you need the Holy Ghost in your life this morning? Do you need a friend to keep you this morning? A friend that will not leave you. He said that I will not leave you. Nor will I forsake you. Say that I will be with you, my friend, my son, my child, until the very end of days. What are you going through this afternoon? What type of issues you are bombarded with this morning? What way did you come here with this morning? What obstacles are in your life? What have you been battling with young persons? For, for times from inception you have been battling with this thing and you can't seem to get it off. God is saying, look to me from whence cometh your help. For your help don't come from your other friends. Your help don't come from your pastors. Your help don't come from money. But your help come from me, your father, your creator. The God of all things. The God of the universe. The most sovereign God. Hallelujah, mighty God. Hallelujah. Who am I speaking to this morning? Having the mind of Christ. I look on this topic as not just another thing or not just another message. But I look on it very powerful. Because us as people of God, we are in constant in our minds the word of God tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers what are these principalities what are these powers what is this darkness that you're seeing and sunlight is physically out Says, though we live in this world, we are not of this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, mighty God. Says through prayer, worship, and meditating upon his word. Says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain or abide in me, I will in them. It says that you will produce much fruit. Hallelujah, Jesus. Without me, you are nothing, but with me, you are everything. You are royalty. You are royalty. Somebody touch themselves and say, I am royalty. I am the child of a king. Me as somebody pit me too. And that the parent there are the most high God. Hallelujah this morning. And so when you want to seek a friend, my brothers and sisters, seek Jesus. Seek Jesus. If you want a renewed mind, seek Jesus. You can read the Bible from Genesis back to Revelation. But if your mind has not taken on the word out of the pages and adapted it and lived the word. As you read the word, you live it. Don't be just hearers of the word, the scripture says, but doers of the word of God. in the mind of Christ that is where it begins hallelujah do not be conformed to the patterns or the ways that this world is 
or the way of my societies or the way of my neighborhood his or the way of St. Catherine or the way of Farley's Road or John's Road or Homestead or Kimona Heights do not conform to that community do not conform to the smoking. Do not conform to the gang violence. Do not conform to the prostitutions. Do not conform to the scamming. Do not conform to the ways of the gunmen or the Danman or the Danettes. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind and Christ-like mind. The Bible, the word of God, which is true, which is light, it said that it will direct your path. When it says that it is a lamp unto your feet, every vehicle has a car, a light on it, and every road has what on it? Light posts. With the lamp on your feet, your feet will walk. And yes, it will know where it's going. The word of God will bring forth light. It will tell you how to navigate out of sin, out of the pleasures of this world, out of lusting. Oh my God, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God will risen up a standard within our minds. Word of God is quick and is sharp. Sharper than any two-headed sword. Having the mind like Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, mighty God. I know it's not easy. The word says that we were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Needless to say that man was born with a sinful nature. Yes, man was born with a sinful nature. We don't have time, but read the book of Genesis 3, verse 1 to around 20. Days of Adam and Eve. Sin entered the camp. And so yes, some of the battles that we're facing, not even some, all the battles that we're facing, even in the very mind, it is because sin entered the camp and as such, man has to live this life. But God, in his infinite mercies, offered a way that man can come unto him, repenting of his sins, Acknowledging that he is creator, that he is God of man's life. He has offered a way that man can come and redeem himself. But man has to understand that he is born into sin. He is born with a sinful nature. But that was not the initiative of God that is not what he wanted but it happened and God is saying that alright it goes that way no man born into sin no I want to pull you out of sin into mine and so he has offered himself a living sacrifice only acceptable hallelujah mighty God our thoughts and perceptions tend to act contrary to the things of God our thoughts and I'm not sending anybody to do or to find out or to experiment and to letting go off of the hand of God. I'm not telling you that. 
But if you can search back, I'm pretty sure that every single one of us in here has a testimony. And if you can look back on that testimony, you would have remembered the battle, the persecution, the struggles that you have faced and even still facing to be where you are. Mind you, your life not be all glittered and gold. Your life not be perfect right now. But the word of God says that once there is life, there is hope. Once there is God, there is hope. The fact that you're here, that speaks to greatness. The fact that you're here, that speaks to a lot. Every single one of you inside here, no matter what you are into right now, no matter what your state your mind is into right now, I want you to tell your mind that better can come. That I can get out of this, out of this darkness, this low state that I'm in, I can get out of it. Hallelujah. And so finally, brethren, we spoke about prayer being a way of spending time with God. It says that prayer serves as a communicator between you, man, and your heavenly father. Philippians 4 verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request be made known unto your God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 says, Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Never stop praying to your creator. He is a God that is all-knowing. He is a God that is all-wise. He is a sovereign God. I mean, come on. There is nothing that you can think about or do that he doesn't know. He knows it even before you thought about it. So prayer. No matter what situation you're going through, my brothers and my sisters, brethren in Christ, God has offered prayer as a communicator. Between you and him. It says. We ourselves don't know what to pray for. In the book of Romans it says. That we don't know what to pray for. But the Holy Spirit. Intercedes. Through groaning. That can't be uttered. It's unexplainable. I find myself sometimes I pray so much or I talk to God so much I drive, I talk to God, I depend on the work and even when I'm a stress me, you know, me, I talk to God but some of the times there are no words but some of the times there are groanings some of the times you have to just hold your belly and you're in some situations and there are no words to express or to explain what you're going through the Holy Spirit is in, interceding for you. Come on, somebody say, God, continue work on my behalf. Come on, say, say, God, continue to work on my behalf. Continue to work, Jesus. Your heavenly Father knows the heart. But only with the mind of Christ is will. Is will will be activated. I'm going to invite you just to stand. Wherever you are, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to invite you just to stand. Hallelujah, mighty God. Father, we give you glory. We give you glory. Wherever you are, I'm just going to ask you just to lift your hands. As a worship team, just come and just help with this. Hallelujah, mighty God. Jesus. Have you way, almighty God. Have you way, oh Jesus. Have you way, have you way, oh God, have you way. I am not my own God. I am not my own Jesus.
I am not my own, Jesus. Hallelujah, mighty God. Hallelujah. I'm just going to ask you just so, wherever you are, I'm not even going to ask you if you're going through anything. Because some of the time, that is a lie that we tell ourselves that we're not going through anything. That we are okay, we are fine. Some of us are living in shame. Some of us are living to self-tough it out. Boy, me a youth pastor, so all them for know, say me I go through struggles. You know, me a man of God, and me always a prayer. So all them for know, say boy, you know, temptation come, and me never know how to deal with it. All them for know, say boy, you know, I'm not telling you to come up here. I'm not telling you to stand wherever you are and to tell us. I want you to tell your Father, your Creator, this morning. I want you to take about two minutes every single body and you're going to pray to your God. I want every single person, even the elders in the house, I'm going to ask you, even every single person just to take a child. Just to take a child. And you're going to pray even for that child. Hallelujah, mighty God. We give you glory, mighty God. Hallelujah. Come on, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, everybody. Go ahead, everybody. I'm going to ask again that somebody take a child. They are the future of us. They will be the ones who will be praying for us soon. I'm asking persons just to take a child, whoever they are, just to take a child. Hallelujah. And stand. Hallelujah, mighty God. Father, we give you glory. We give you glory, Lord. We give you all the glory we give you all the glory we give you all the glory in Christ give you glory mighty God father we ask you know that even as your people stand father even as they stand now mighty God to utter from the bowels of their stomach mighty God their issues their cries mighty God their burdens their strains their shame mighty God we declare mighty God that you oh father God will attend unto their very cries oh God Father God, you say, Lord God, that we ought to look unto you who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think, mighty God. Your word says, Lord God, that we ought to cast all our cares upon you, for you careth for us, O oh God. And so now, mighty God, even as your people come to you, Lord, we declare, Lord God, that you will fix, that you will sort out, that you will reassemble, that you will strategize, mighty God. Every single issue that your people are going through, oh God. Father God, some of them are broken, almighty oh God. Father God, some of them are in their lowest state, oh Father God, don't know what to do, oh God. Almighty God, some of them, oh God, they said that they pray, oh God. But Lord God, their minds, their hearts was not in it, oh God. For they constantly, almighty God, worry on the problems, oh God. But Father, Lord, I ask you, God, that even now, mighty God, that you will activate their very minds, almighty God. That you will impact their minds, oh God. Oh, Father God, that your minds will be changed. Oh, Father God, almighty God, that it will change, oh God, from the patterns of this world, oh God. That it will change, almighty God, from earthly things, from what the physical eyes is seen, almighty God. 
from what their emotions are telling them, oh God. But that you'll attend unto their cries, almighty God, from the ends of the hurt. They call upon your God that you will fix, that you'll restore everything, almighty God, that the enemy, almighty God, has meddled in, oh God. Everything, Lord, that the locusts have stolen, oh God, that, oh Father God, that you'll regain it now, oh God, that you'll bring for restoration now in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father, attend to every cry. Attend to every heart, now, almighty God. Every low heart, every hardened heart, every weak heart, almighty God. Every heart that is burdened and heaven laden, almighty God. I declare, Lord God, that you will give them strength, that you will give them rest in the mighty name of Jesus. And that you will have your way, even almighty God. Father God, we put Lord God before your God, your people. And Father, we ask you, God, that you will bless from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, Almighty God. We declare no lack. Oh, Father God, we speak to financial lack, Almighty God. Oh, Father God, that constantly has the mind going, Almighty God, where they're going to get the next payment, oh God. Whether it is a rent, the school fee, Almighty God. Oh, Father God, whether it is a utility fee, Almighty God. You name it, Almighty God. Whether it is a medical expenses, oh God, we declare, Lord God, that you will send forth help, oh God. That you send forth favor in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father, we ask of this, O oh God, for your people. We ask of this of your people, Almighty God. And we tell you thanks. And we call it done in the mighty name of Jesus. And the people of God say, Amen. Just a quick call. If you're here this afternoon, and not only have you heard the message, but God has been speaking to your very heart. I'm inviting you just to come to the altar at this time. Let us pray for you. I say one is coming. Come on, saying, let's just give God a clap. The word of God says that when one soul give their hearts to God, that the angels in heaven rejoices. And I am sure that they are rejoicing now. Hallelujah, mighty God. Is there another? Is there another? Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See our next one coming, man. Come on, people of God. Rejoice for God. God is good. God is good. Now, before I, before I asked of this man, you know, I was told that he has given his heart to God. And so, I'm asking you, my brother. God has been speaking to you. You might not know me, but I know you. I know you. And I'm telling you that now is the time that you're not here by chance. This is the acceptable ear of God. If five or three years ago or ten years ago you were thinking about it now is not the time to think my brother the Bible considers these days as the end of the end of days and so I am reaching out to you to tell you that there is a God that is higher than every other God that is seated high and is looking down low and he requires your heart he requires your surrender this morning what will you say he said yes everybody somebody just give him a clap I wanted to come from his mouth but because of protocols I will not but he said yes and that is good hallelujah I'm going to ask you, my brother, hallelujah, Jesus, brother Dave, I'm going to ask you just to pray for them, hallelujah, and the moderator can just come after he's finished praying, hallelujah, 
Gentlemen, I'm going to lead you into a prayer. Simple prayer. If you are sincere and you really mean it, Jesus is going to come into your heart and life and change you for the better. Are we clear? I say, just going to repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come acknowledging that I'm a sinner. Wash me with your precious blood. Come into my heart and life. Change me for the better. Help me to read my Bible. Help me to pray. Help me to live for you. I now receive Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. And thank you, Lord, that I am on my way to heaven for your glory. Use me, Lord, for your glory right here on earth before I leave. In Jesus' name. Amen.